0: There's no shame in seeking more out of life. It's completely acceptable to want to feel fully alive. If you feel a calling, if you've reached midlife or beyond and ache for something to light you up or to set you free, then this is the place for you. There's a seed inside you that wants to grow? Well, I invite you to join me in some insightful conversations about what it means to have reached midlife or beyond and find that you want a deeper connection with self and spirit. And you have dreams that you never dared act upon before now. And no matter your age, you're willing to finally meet your heart's longing and start an adventure to your true self. I'm Patti Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to a special edition of Beautiful Second Act podcast Today is The Reading Room. On the last Thursday of every month, we have The Reading Room. It's where I share with you guys some of my writing. And today is a personal essay called A Strong Independent Woman. So I hope that you guys will enjoy this. If um, This is kind of a funny story. Um, if you are women, you're going to go, oh my God. And if you're a man, you're going to laugh and go, that's what I thought. So um, take a listen and don't forget to subscribe rate, review the podcast, really appreciate it. And without further ado, let's get into the story. A Strong Independent Woman by Patty Diener. It has to be said that women are more times than not very capable without a man around. Women are constantly pushing the boundaries in society of what they are not only capable of, but sometimes excel far better than our male counterparts. That is why when you hear this story, if you're a woman, You'll probably slap your forehead and shake your head. If you're a man, get ready to gloat. In the early days of being a young wife and mother, there were 48 hours each week or more where I felt like a single mom. While my husband was out playing on his fire trucks and saving the community from fires, transporting patients to the emergency room or saving the occasional cat from the tree, I was on my own to raise our two darling daughters. This was a job that I was not only good at, but I felt confident in my skill set to handle any situation that might arise in my husband's absence. I adore him, but I am a strong, independent woman. So I thought. Summer heat had us in and out of the pool most of the day. The smell of sunscreen, barbecued hamburgers, and fresh-cut strawberries lingered in the backyard. The girls and I had decided it was time to clean up and head inside with our large Labrador and start our nighttime routine without Daddy. It was the first night of his two-night stay at the station, and as my four-year-old and seven-year-old girls went off to shower and likely fight over the water, I walked around and picked up dolls, hair ties, beach towels, and stacked dishes. In a time before cell phones, we didn't receive the periodic texts of the day. We'd wait for a scheduled time when Daddy would call to say goodnight to his little princesses and whisper to me his love so that the guys wouldn't embarrass him. Our dog, Magic, also a female, would trot around the house, sniffing and inspecting each corner as if to lend her approval that all was safe. Once she was satisfied, she'd walk to the laundry room and plop down on her large padded bed until the girls would invite her to sleep in their room. This was a treat for when Daddy was gone, and the girls felt especially protected with her there. It was almost like a slumber party, and often our furry canine would come bolting out of their room sporting a pink tutu around her middle. Since Magic had such a keen sense of smell and alerted to even a wild turkey within yards of our house, I never would have imagined that she'd not alert us to this situation that arose that night. In fact, I felt that she was almost lazy on purpose, like the universe was conspiring against me. With pajamas on and wet hair, the girls giggled and both squished into the bottom bunk of their bunk beds. Magic hopped up onto the foot and they all looked like sardines in a can, but happy. From the underside of the bunk hung scarves and stuffed animals. They said they were having a party. I kissed the girls, patted the dog, and walked out with the intention of unwinding for a few hours before heading to bed. I left the door ajar, just as I always did, so that the light would stream in from the hallway just enough. I could hear their television playing the Little Mermaid for the millionth time. It was a good, comforting sound. With the air conditioner going, I sat in my shorts and tank top. Having just put on a movie, I poured myself a glass of wine and thought, now I can finally relax. I was wrong. While watching a fairly intense scene from The Fugitive with Harrison Ford, I saw a shadow streak across the room. I ducked instinctively and then I looked around. There was nothing. Did I imagine it? More of the movie, commercials, and I got up to use the bathroom. What ensued next is somewhat embarrassing because, as I've said, I am usually very capable and independent. However, it would have been really nice to have let my husband handle this situation, but no such luck. I sat back down as the commercials were over and felt a wind blow by my head. My heart jumped into my throat and a schoolgirl yelp escaped my mouth. Both my girls yelled from down the hall, asking if I was all right. Did my hundred-pound dog bark? Hell no. She was too comfy in our girl's bed to be bothered. Another buzzing of my head and I realized with horror what it was. That's right, I had a bat in my house. I can kill a spider, I can even trap a mouse. What I don't do well with is a flying mouse with razor teeth that can drop onto my head and get tangled in my hair, biting and scratching me. I know I'm dramatic, but that's all I envisioned when I saw the winged monster. I ran to my baby's room and closed the door, and I told them no matter what I sounded like out there, to leave the door shut until I came back to open it myself. I had to get it out of the house. Since my husband had already called and said his goodnights to us all, I knew I'd not be hearing from him. I was on my own. Fearing the thing landing on my head, I went to my closet to find a hat. What I put on wasn't just any hat. I grabbed a huge plantation grass hat that we'd used for a costume way back when we'd had a luau party. It was ridiculous and perfect for the situation at hand. Now for a weapon. I scoured her closet and thought a baseball bat would probably leave me a bigger mess to clean up in the event that I actually made contact with the vermin. Not only that, but I didn't really feel brave enough to want to kill the thing. I just wanted to bring it down and throw a blanket or a pot over it and get it outside. Ultimately, I chose the broom. It's long grass bristles I thought would bring it down, and I could wield the thing easier than a baseball bat. Many swings, lots of screaming from me and hollering from my kids on the other side of their door down the hallway, asking, Did you get it, Mom? I never could get contact with the elusive bugger. I was getting very frustrated and sort of pissed that whenever anything major seemed to happen, my husband was at the damn fire department. Giving in, I called him at the station. Sweaty, frantic, and mad, I dialed the back line of the station. I cannot remember who picked up, but when my husband got on the phone, I could hear the guys nearby in the background. I must have been talking pretty loudly in my anxious state because all the guys at the station could hear me cussing and carrying on. Something you don't usually want to do is laugh at a woman who is pissed. Nevertheless, my husband started snickering at my predicament. This only enraged me more. Oh, you think this is funny? I'm freaking out here and the girls are trapped in their room. And he cut me off. Patty! What? I yelled. Then very slowly he said, Open the doors. What? I hadn't even considered it. Open the doors and see if you can get him to fly out. That made sense. It was genius. It pissed me off. Yeah, okay, I'll give that a try. In the background, I heard the howls of laughter from four other guys that were lucky I wasn't in the near vicinity. I'd have given each of them a pop with my broom. With the doors both open to outside, I saw the bat's shadow blow past the glass-paned front door and all went quiet for a long while. I finally felt comfortable that it found its way outdoors and was able to rest, hating that my husband was smarter than I was. The girls were able to open their door, both of them and the dog fell asleep, and I finally got to finish my wine and go to bed. The story doesn't end there, though, and what still makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up As more than 24 hours later, my husband came home. With the girls outside enjoying summer and me in the kitchen, he strolled down the hall to the bathroom, and I saw him stop, staring into our girls' room. I paused to see what he was looking at. Without a word, calm as you please, he came up the hallway, went to the closet for the broom, walked right back to their room. Hanging on their cute puppy calendar was the fucking bat, sleeping and dangling like part of the decor having never flown out of the house and sneaking around for a whole second day. I guess I have to admit, there are just some things you need a man for. I know I don't speak for all women, but at least this one will be happy to leave certain things to her knight in shining armor. Okay, my friends, I hope you enjoyed today's reading room. Uh, This coming Tuesday, we will be back at our regularly formatted type shows um episodes with both me solo podcasts and with great interviews coming up if you have not yet joined beautiful second act facebook group please do so today i think that you'll really enjoy the community of people that we have there that are living our best life in the second half of life and i'm also on instagram beautiful underscore second underscore act all right you guys i hope you enjoy this great coming weekend and i'll be talking to you again next tuesday cheers